proclaiming the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, preparing a people for the kingdom of heaven, preserving a posterity for the glory of God. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Key of David podcast. It's being brought to you by the Watchman of the Wall Ministries. My name is Charles and I will be your host for the next few minutes. And I am trusting and believing because God's faithful to his word that what you hear in the next few minutes will bless you, encourage you, edify you, build you up in your faith. I am trusting that your heart is prepared, listener, to receive what God has in store for you today. I am so thankful that you chose to listen to this podcast, but rather I'm thankful that God led you to this podcast. I believe you're here by divine appointment. I believe it is no accident that you chose this podcast to listen to. I believe, listener, that God has something that he wants to say to you through this ministry. And I am trusting and believing that God is going to have his way in the next few minutes. So I welcome you and I welcome your your faith. I welcome your, your attention. I welcome your heart to this podcast. And while I'm welcoming you, I also want to welcome to the podcast my partner in ministry, my brother in the Lord, Scott. Scott, say hello to everyone. Hello to everyone listening. I'm so glad to be here and so glad that you are here with us as well. It's always an exciting time. I look forward to doing this because just never know what the Spirit's going to do. It's exciting. Hear the voice of my father, and I'm glad that Charles, you're here. I'm you doing today? I'm doing well. I believe God has a plan and a purpose, Scott. We've been doing this for quite some time, but it's always exciting when we come together to see what God has in store for us and what he says next. So I am excited that God's going to speak to our hearts. And uh, Scott, this podcast does me just as well, if not more sometimes, than the people who are actually listening to it. Uh, God uses this time to speak to my heart as well as he does to the listener. And I believe he does the same for you. So I believe God has something in store for both the listener and for you and me, Scott. So uh, welcome once again to the podcast. I really appreciate you helping me do this. And uh, I appreciate all that you, your faithfulness and joining me on this podcast. Every time we get together, I really enjoy it. Now, Scott, you know, I always like to start these podcasts out with a word from the Lord. And the word that I have been laid on my heart today is a word that goes right with the subject matter of today's podcast. It comes from the book of Galatians in chapter six. Very famous scriptures, probably going to be not a surprise to some people when they hear this. They've heard it before. But just to remind ourselves of the good word of what God says, Paul's writing to the church in Galatia. And he says in chapter six, starting at verse seven. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Scott, those three verses there have so much in them you could preach for an hour on them (laughs) Uh, be not deceived God is not mocked meaning that you're not going to get away with just the easy way out you know the easy way is usually the wrong way Scott Mm -hmm. but if we sow sow to the spirit if we take the words that we hear from our Lord and apply them to our lives then we can expect a harvest yeah, You know, it's not just, James said, it's not just the hearer of the word, but the doer of the word that gets the benefit. And so I'm hoping that the listener understands that just because they listen to a podcast and they spend time looking for a Christian podcast and they listen to it, that doesn't automatically bring the fruits of repentance to their lives. It takes applying what they hear meditating on what they hear, asking God what to do with what they've heard, 
And that's what I'm hoping that they do with this podcast today is to, just like the Bible says, reap. You only reap after you've sown. And let this podcast be sown into your spirit. Take what we say and apply it to your hearts and lives. Then you're going to see the harvest. And then that last verse I read, we shall reap if we faint not. Scott, I know sometimes it gets a little discouraging along the route. Sometimes we've been working so long, praying for someone so long, hoping for something so long, asking God for a specific need or a specific situation to be changed for so long and nothing's happening and we get discouraged and we want to give up. But the Bible says if we faint not, if we don't give up, if we hang in there, then we're going to see the benefits of God's glory. We're going to see exactly what God has been saying. We're going to feel that victory in our lives come if we don't give up. So, Scott, the last thing I would like to say to us before we get started is not to give up. Scott, you don't give up. Charles, you don't give up. Listener, you don't give up on God, and he will not give up on you. Scott, I know that uh, you have a list of names that we pray over. And we do this, listener, every time we have a podcast, we say a prayer for God to have his way, for the Holy Spirit to take over and control the podcast. But we also have a list of names that we have collected of people who have certain needs in their lives. So there's some that are physical, some that are spiritual, some that are mental and emotional, some that are even financial. But whatever the need is, we believe that God is the answer to every one of these needs and that his grace is sufficient to meet each and every one of them. So we call these names out before God every time we have a podcast so that God will move in these situations. And listener, two things I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to join your faith with Scott and myself and pray with us as we call these names out that we will see God move in these situations. And the second thing is that if you have a name, it it may be your own name, it may be a name of a loved one, but if you have a name that you would like for us to call out to God on each podcast and pray over, something that needs a specific touch from God, something that you've been praying for for a very long time, maybe you're discouraged, maybe you've been asking God for something for a long time by yourself, Well, how about having brothers and sisters in the Lord help you and join their faith with yours? Let us know what that name is, and we'll be glad to add it to the list and call that name out before God when we pray. You can do so by writing to us through our email address. The email address will be in the show notes of the podcast, and I will give it out to you at the end of the podcast. But if you want to take the time to send us a little note, Let us know you have a name that you would like to have added to that list. We would be glad to add it, and we would pray over it. And our faith combined will move the heart of God, and God will move on that situation. Now, Scott, I want you to go ahead and take that that list and call those names out. And then I want you to pray over the podcast and pray over that list, and let us then get into the Word of God. All right. I, I was sure hoping you'd take off on that. A little bit of scripture there because I was having myself a time, but we'll we'll stay right. on point. We'll stay on point. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I, that was a message in itself. You take that and apply it right now. Yes. Don't even go any further. Just apply what Charles said, and you're going to have yourself a time in the Holy Ghost if you'll just do it. Gosh, we can't. I, you can't give up. I'm not going to go back over that, but you can't give up. Not yet. Too close to the finish line to give up now, folks. Amen. Too close. I mean, you know, sometimes I wonder if if that angel ain't already got his lips pursed on that trumpet and getting ready to blow. And I know you're being tempted. I know know you're being tried. All of us are to quit and give up. But to those that don't quit, they get the victory. They get the spoils of what's coming. So, oh, boy, I better get to this list because I can Mm. feel it coming. Hallelujah. I feel it too. I feel it coming. Gosh, let's let us not faint, for we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. Right. He didn't promise the way to be easy. He just promised he'd be with you through the way. 
got to quit. I got to quit because I feel it coming. So we're going to pray for on this list here. And I, I'm just going to say this, you that's listening, if you haven't got anybody to pray for at the moment, if nothing's coming to your mind, I'm going to say insert this podcast. Pray for us as, as we fight and warfare the gates of hell to get these recordings out because guess what? Satan, don't he don't like anything. He don't like this podcast. <laughs> and he would love to see it stop. But if you got nobody to pray for, pray for us that, that God will continue to use this, minister this, send this out just like seeds. We're about to talk about that. So pray for this podcast. Pray for us as, as we try to continue to obey God in this. We're going to pray for the names on this list as well because Charles has done laid it out perfectly. So we're praying for Grace, Greg, Chris, Amanda, Annabelle, Trey, Tina, Joe, Landon, Scott, Matthew, Shirley, Dante, Billy, Sabre, Rick, Noah, Katrina, Charles, Teresa, Larry, Sherry, Cheryl, Laura, and Jeremy. We're praying for all those. Charles already lined it out. A multitude of, of situations and, and fights and problems in that list. There's not one that God cannot meet. <laughs> Amen. So let's come with faith. Let's let's put all the faith we got into this prayer. You and I, the listener, all that we got, all it takes is a mustard seed. You don't got to generate the faith of Moses. Bring all the faith that you got and watch God move on that faith. Father, we thank you today for, for the opportunity to lay a recording down. So many things could have happened that would have tried to stop this. But, Lord, we already received the victory and that we are here, right here, right now, with your presence doing this recording. So, Lord, we stand in the gap, Charles and I, for the people that are on this list, whatever they are going through, it, it's got to be tough. It's <coughs> not impossible. With your power, with your presence, we call upon you, O oh God of the universe, that is compassionate, that is merciful, that is slow to anger, that what that would rather see anyone come to repentance as to lose anyone. You're slow, Lord, patient, waiting for all of us to get into the place that we need to be. So we call upon that compassion, O oh God. We call upon that mercy. We call upon the grace that we must have from your presence to touch these people, whether it be financial troubles, whether it be job loss, whether it be physical infirmity, I cannot, oh God, call anything out that is impossible for you to meet, you that raised the dead, you that called nothing and created something out of it, you that can do the impossible we call upon you, today to show your power to show your mercy to show your grace oh lord as, as elijah stood on the mountain and began to call upon you so do we on this podcast call upon you for you are the one and true and living god amongst all this mess and chaos on this planet you alone are god there is none above you there is none beside you you, God, are alone, and we ask you to show your presence, show your grace, and show your mercy as only you can, not to prove your existence, O oh God, but so that we can praise you and glorify you for all your mighty works and your wonderful deeds. We give you the glory. I believe it's going to happen. I, I, I firmly believe you're going to move on every need. Okay, Scott. I rebuke the enemy to try Amen. to stop it. Hallelujah. It did, didn't it? Yep. You went out for a minute, but we're back. Still rebuking the enemy. So I rebuke the <laughs> devil in the name of Jesus that will try to stop and hinder this podcast. You're not going to win, Satan. We bind you in your devices. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I thank you, God, for what you're about to do in this recording. In Jesus' name, and amen. Amen, amen. Good word, good good prayer, good everything, Scott. Uh, yeah, the enemy tried to interrupt. He tried to stop. We mess, you know, he messes with us as much as he can, and we, we overcome eventually. I know 
some of the podcasts have some hiccups in them, but I believe that the essence of God's word still gets out. And uh, not only that, but I heard the preacher man getting stirred up in you, Scott. <laughs> you wanted to take off on that never give up, and then you started praying the the windows of heaven open on us. And so maybe I ought to step back and let you take <laughs> take over and, and turn you loose it sounds like no today. no 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 <laughs> let's go on point here praise god all right all right we'll try to get back on the the outline that we have here but but we want to also be sensitive to the holy spirit because just because we have an outline listener doesn't mean that we don't want god to have his way sometimes he interrupts because he knows who's listening and he has a specific word so not only pray for the podcast, but pray that Scott and myself will be sensitive to that right now, right right when we need it, word from God that sometimes we need even more than we need an outline or a specific subject to taught on. Now, Scott, we've been, this is the third week, but we started a new series, uh, and we're, we're teaching on the parables of Jesus Christ. Uh, I know that it's happened to you, Scott. It's probably probably happened. I don't know. You're you're smarter than I am, but it's probably happened to you. Oh, I know Lord. it's happened. I know it's happened to me. But I've read some of the parables of Jesus and wondered exactly what did he mean by those. You know, there's some of them apparent on what they mean, and some of them that are not so apparent. And we thought it might be a good idea, Scott, to take these parables one by one. And go over them for the listener's sake and 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 dive in and get just as much out of them as we possibly could about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God and try to decipher and understand what God's will is for our lives out of these parables. And we started with one of the most famous parables of all, and that's the sower and the seed. Now we spoke we started on the sower and the seed parable last time we come together. We talked about the sower, and uh, Scott, you know, according to the scriptures, well, before we get into that, let's just go ahead and read the parable. I'm going to have you read the parable and the interpretation that Jesus gave his disciples about that parable. So if you would, listener, we're in Mark chapter 4, and if Scott would, he's going to read the first 20 verses of that chapter for us so scott if you take the time to read that then we'll get back into the subject matter excuse me mark chapter four starting at verse one and he began again to teach and there was gathered unto him a great multitude entered into a ship and sat in the sea and the whole multitude the sea on the land and he taught them many things by parables and he said unto them in his hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang depth. But when it was scorched, and because it had no way, and some and it yielded no fruit and other fell on good ground and did yield and increase and brought forth some thirty, some a hundred and he said unto them he that hath ears to hear let him hear and when he was alone they that were with him with the parable unto you it is given kingdom but unto them that are without, all these things are done that seeing they may not perceive, and they may hear and not understand, least at any time they should be converted, and their sin. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And these are they. 
standing ground who, when they have heard the word, immediately and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when a persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this and the entering and it becoming these are they not on good ground and bring forth fruit sixty and some a hundred. Amen, amen. That is such a good parable, Scott. Um now last time we came together we talked about the sower and the identity of the sower. And I believe, and I I believe we agreed on this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the sower here does imply Jesus. And, and, you know, Jesus definitely did sow the word when he was here on earth with us. But for the kingdom of God's sake, I believe the sower also refers to anybody, Scott, that is sowing god's word anybody that is speaking god's word for instance this podcast we are right now scott casting our seed into the into the world and it's going to land on all the ground that god has just that jesus has just described to us and some of that seed will take root and bear forth fruit but I believe the sower could, you know, it does mean Jesus, but I also mean, I believe it also means anyone who takes the time to preach or to teach or to share God's word with anybody at any time. Is that what you agree with? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I think last time we talked, we agreed Jesus was, you know, he was the first sower in the kingdom of God. But in creating this parable, he was speaking to the future. There would be a succession of others after him who would take the sower's place and begin to throw this seed. So I absolutely agree with you. Please continue. Yes, sir. All right. So listener, you yourself, when you read this parable, realize that yes, it's talking about Jesus, but it's also talking about anybody who sows the word. So it could be talking about you when you share your faith at work. When you share your faith at the, at the grocery store, when you share your faith with your family and your friends, you are being the sower of God's word at that time. So that identity applies to you as well. So keep that in mind. Now, Scott, let's talk about the seed for a minute. We know the seed to be the word of God according to this parable. The word of God is the seed that is sown. Now, There's absolutely nothing wrong with the seed, Scott. We said it last time, and I'm going to say it again. The seed is anointed. Yep. And that seed being the word of God, and God said he would watch his word to perform it, that it would not return to him void. So anytime we take the time to sow God's word, to sow God's word, we are sowing the seed described in this parable, and the seed is powerful. The seed has got great germinating power in it. You know, Scott, when I was young, I was raised on a farm. And uh, a lot had to do with how you planted things. But the harvest also had to do with the seed. And if it was a good seed, if it would germinate or not. And sometimes you would get, like you'd go out and buy corn seed. And you'd buy a a bad batch. And the corn seed wouldn't have any germination power in it. And it wouldn't come up. And it wasn't the ground's fault. It wasn't the water's fault. It wasn't the farmer's fault. It was the seed's fault. But in this parable, Scott, that is not the case. There is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with the seed. The seed is anointed. Amen. Absolutely. Uh, how many times have we said on this podcast that this this seed, the word of God, it's it's a book from another world spoken as they wrote down on pen, with pen on paper and the seed is absolutely perfect just because we sometimes mishandle it doesn't mean that it's not perfect sometimes we don't understand it all as as the spirit is trying to teach us still it is 
life. It contains life and it contains power anytime you throw that seed. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Amen. Now, we've identified the sower of the parable, which is Jesus and anyone else who sows the seed, anyone else who shares the gospel of Jesus Christ, anyone who teaches or preaches the word of God is the sower. We've identified the seed as being the word of God, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, and it is anointed and it is going to do the job that it's meant to do. Now let's talk about the ground because, Scott, like we said before, if you sow something and it doesn't come up, then it could be the sower's fault. It could be the seed's fault. It could be the ground's fault. Well, in this parable, it's not the sower that's got the problem. It's not the seed that's got the problem. The sower is sowing good seed and the seed is anointed. So let's talk about what the problem really is. The problem is the ground on which the seed falls. Now, according to this parable, the ground is the hearts of men. And when we sow the word of God, when we take the time to share the gospel, we are throwing the seed on the heart of the individual we're speaking to. Whether it be a preacher behind the pulpit, sowing the word to a bunch of people in the congregation, or on a podcast such as this, where there might be multiple people listening to the podcast, the sower of the, is throwing the seed on their hearts as they hear the word of God. Scott, as we hear the word of God, it's being the seed is being thrown on our hearts. And hopefully, according to the ground or, or the heart of that person, the seed will take root and begin to grow. Now, Jesus started describing the different types of hearts or ground that the seed would encounter. So we're going to talk about that. But would you agree that the ground described in this parable is the heart of mankind? Oh, absolutely. I, I think your your key verse to to try to teach the people that this this is talking about the heart. The heart is the matter or the ground is verse 16 when he's describing this parable to his disciples. And he says, these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground who talking about the people. When they have heard the word with their ears, immediately receive it with gladness. They're taking it in to themselves. And that's when you're when you're taking something inward, you're bringing it into the inward part of you, the soul, the heart right. of the matter. And each time Jesus is talking about this ground, he is referring or alluding to receiving it or how it's received. Therefore, it's about the heart. I, I think it's obvious to me. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's always about the heart. The word of God is always powerful. And no matter how the word of God gets in there, it is going to do its job if the heart of the person is receptive to the word. Now, this is the real crux of the situation, Scott. Let's start talking about each type of ground that that this parable describes the first one i don't know if you'd call it ground at all uh but it is ground of some sort it is a heart described of some kind but he said the first type of heart that the word encountered was by it's called by the wayside and uh some people would say by the path or you know oh but the best way I could describe this type of heart is the hard heart. Yeah. I mean, it, there, there's no earth to it at all. There's no, there's no giving, there's no versatility. There's no flexibility. This heart is hard. It's unreceptive. It does not receive the word at all. And the Bible says, and this parable says that as soon as this seed hits that ground, that one, the birds of the air came and ate it up, or the devil immediately came and stole that seed, and it was not allowed to take root. Scott, this is the first type of ground that Jesus describes that people who sow the word of God would encounter. Have you ever encountered these type of hearts? A heart so hard that they just gave you that blank, 
during the headline look they didn't receive anything you said there was no reception of the word at all no no repentant look no no awareness of their situation of their of their lostness of the fact that they are doomed to a life of eternal damnation if they don't respond to the word have you ever encountered a heart like that absolutely absolutely every time you read this part of the parable i get the picture of once again you've made the illusion to the sower throwing seed a, a farmer throwing seed and he throws the seed on the ground and it stays surface level doesn't go into yep. the earth it doesn't get covered over it stays right on the surface of the <clears> ground <throat> it gives the uh we, we call them blackbirds you know the, the different types of of fowl that would come by i see that seed on the ground and would grab it immediately for yep. food it never had yep. a chance to even go in and so are these type of people who have made up their mind and their heart has become so hard there. They, they will say things. There's no such God. Uh, that's just for the weak minded. There's, there's no proof for the existence of God. We were, we all descended from apes and, and things like that. They will say, and when you throw the word, I ran into them. I'll throw the word at them. Jesus loves you. He's real. It never, it never does go in period. It stays surface level like that seed. They, they push it away immediately, laugh at it, scoff at it, uh, make fun of you maybe even. And, and it never, for an instant, does it even get time to take root. And Satan is right there immediately plucking it away. I ran into this quite a bit. And, and I yeah. see it growing more and more in this day and age. Have you? Scott, I, I believe the reason that, that the Lord Jesus name this ground or this type of heart first was because this is the type of heart that we would encounter the most. According to the scripture, it says that narrow is the way that leadeth to life and few there be that find it, but broad is the way that leads to destruction and many are going that way. Unfortunately, Scott, there are more people going to spend eternity in hell then there is going to spend eternity in heaven. Yeah. There are more hearts out there that are unreceptive to the gospel than there are hearts out there that are receptive. Someone who sows the word, someone who takes upon it, you know, takes upon themselves the task of sowing the word of God, whether they do it in a formal setting like a preacher or a teacher or a Sunday school teacher. But we're also talking about just the person, like you said, at the workplace that shares the gospel by saying Jesus loves you or God bless you. And you're going to encounter this type of ground more than any other ground. This type of heart is out there more than any other heart. And that is a heart that will not respond to the word of God. Now, Scott, I'm about to say something that might shock a lot of people. And it's a sad phrase, but according to the scripture, it's true. There are hearts out there, Scott, that are just never meant or incapable or unable to respond to the word of God. And there is no saving those people. I believe with all of my heart, there are people out there that are meant to respond to the word of God. But I also believe, Scott, that as the Bible teaches, there are hearts out there that are never going to respond are unable to respond, incapable of responding, Scott. There are just hearts out there that are not able to be saved. Would you agree with that? I, You know, I, I know that's a hard thing for you to say, and I, and I know it's probably going to be a harder thing for the people listening to receive that, that the nature in us doesn't want to re. We don't want to think about that. We don't want to receive. Really? There are, going to, there are going to be people that will not, receive the gospel will not take it and that's a hard thing to accept it's hard for me to accept but sadly as you said the word of god has already outlined it broad is the way and many there will be that will go into that and you're living in a day and age charles where there is so much sin there's so much evil activity there is so yep. much failure of the church can i say that again there's so much failure in the church world, in the church system right now. I know that makes you mad if I'm talking about your local church, but 
if, if we're not out there breaking up that fallow ground, you're part of the problem. Glory to God. So uh, before I get started in that, we, 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 we've got so much sin. We've got so much evil activity going on. So many things that come at a person. So many problems. So, so much can happen to someone. So, many, so much hurt and pain that can happen to someone that it can harden the heart past the point of receptivity is, is kind of like, would, would you agree with that statement? That's kind of how I say it. I would. And I believe that's the next ground that we're going to talk about. Um, so let, uh, thank you for building a bridge. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the next ground that God, that, that Jesus talks about is stony ground. And it said that when the word of God was sown on this heart, that it received it. It actually took root. It actually responded to it. But it said when trouble and affliction came or suffering for the word's sake came, that it was offended. Now, uh, we could talk about the word offended for the next hour because we live in a culture where that word is <laughs> one of the main frame words you can hear today is offended <laughs> and how everyone is offended by something. And the world is doing everything that it can to try to take away everything that can offend someone, which is impossible and unpractical. And the world is still attempting to do it. But Scott, the stony ground actually receives the word. The stony heart is a heart, like you said, it wants help. It needs help. It cries out for help. And when the word of God comes, it immediately receives it. But then, like you said, the hurt that the word of God may bring or the pain that that person may go through because of the word of God or being a Christian or being saved might bring or just the, the, the hurt and pain that the world will bring. Because let's face it, Scott, there are people out there that. They want to be saved. They want to serve God, but they've been through so much. Something has hurt them. They got offended at church. They don't go to church because somebody at church hurt them or the church spoke against them in some way in a hypocritical fashion. And they say, well, I ain't going to church because they're just full of hypocrites. And, you know, they make up reasons and excuses for not being a Christian, for not allowing that word to take deep root and to stay there. And we, I believe this is the second type of heart that you're mostly going to run into, Scott, is the offended heart. Mm. Amen. Do you notice in this, I, I, maybe you've already caught on to it, and I'm just a late comer to it, but do you notice in the first part of this parable, when you were discussing this is the most people that would run into, those, those that immediately Satan snatches the word from, you notice yeah. that's kind of like the worldly, if I can talk this way and not, not offend anybody, this, this is kind of like the worldly people that you run into that have never really met Jesus. They've never really known Jesus or his word. And, and it, it's so easy to snatch the seed away from people like that. But do you notice this parable as, as Jesus always does, because Jesus is just that way. He keeps digging. He keeps going deeper and he will eventually encompass everyone and what are you talking about there's there's no way to slither out of it or stand to the side and go he's not talking about me and, and you notice this ground right here are people that have received the word with gladness this I'm, I'm building a bridge to the fact that this to me encompasses even the christian even the churchgoer even somebody who claims the name of jesus is going to get caught in this part of the parable because they've received the word with gladness yeah. But you notice the key phrase, and I'm feeling a, a swoosh, as you say. You notice the key phrase, they have no root in themselves. They, they've Amen. got nothing built up in them, just, just like a seed. When you plant a seed in the ground, Charles, you, you know this as well as I do. When you plant a seed in the ground, that thing breaks open, and it starts building roots into the system, looking for water and nutrients to supply itself. Now, a That's Christian, right. a Christian who does not open up to the word of God and to the presence of God just to make it quick, short and sweet 
to build the nutrients in them needed so they won't be offended is someone who's going to get offended and fall away at the first opportunity. I hope I didn't steal your thunder, but this is what oh, I see. You're doing, no, you're doing a great job. You're absolutely right. The first heart we would call the hard heart or the sinful heart. The second heart we would call the stony heart or the offended heart. And like you said, Scott, these people actually truly want to, they want help. They cry out for help. They receive the word with gladness, but then they don't nourish that seed. They don't take the time to read their Bible. Yeah. They don't seek out. They don't pray. They don't seek God's face. They just take the word and then they don't do anything with it. They don't apply the truth to their hearts. And every little thing that comes along, they're going to question God. They're going to say, well, why did God let that happen to me? Yep. Or doesn't God love me? If he loved me, why would he allow that to happen to me? Yep. And, and I've heard this so many times, Scott. I've heard people make this excuse because I, as a sower of the seed, have ran into the hard heart that responds none at all. And then I've ran into the, the offended heart, the stony heart, and they always question everything. Yep. And, and Scott, I, I've seen this, this heart so much. And I believe with all of my heart that Jesus placed this second because this is, aside from the hard heart or the sinful heart, the offended heart is what we're going to see most of the time today. Mm. And, and you notice in the word, too, the word takes a lot of time. I got to say this carefully. The, the word takes a lot of time in the epistles and even examples in the Old Testament about the dangers of putting yourself in a place where you're easily offended. The book of Hebrews addresses, if you read the whole epistle of Hebrews, the letter of Hebrews, it, it, it expressly talks about allowing yourself to get in a place where you're so easily offended that you don't trust God. You don't believe God. And, and let's not forget that there was a whole group of people that lost out on the promised land because they couldn't trust God because they got offended at the fact, Absolutely. you know, that, you know, I, I don't want to go deep. I don't want to go deep, but you know what I'm saying? Help me with this. You're right. Uh, just like you said, the children of Israel, they missed out on the promised land because they had the offended heart. Yeah, they enjoyed the word of God. They received it with gladness when it first started. But every time they ran into a problem, Scott, they questioned God. <laughs> and they doubted God. And that's exactly what is going to happen today. If, if we're not careful, every time that we leave our doorstep and go out into the world, we're going to run into situations that's going to make the enemy want us to question God, to ask God or to ask God, why did you let this happen to me? Mm -hmm. Or doubt God, doubt God's love for us. And, and I've seen this so much and Scott, it's even been, uh, there was a time in my life where I had the offended heart. And I like what you said. You said it takes the seed some time. And, Scott, it does take time. It takes time for the seed to grow roots deep enough to find that nourishment and that water and to anchor itself in our heart to where it can grow and bear forth fruit. It's not even got above ground yet. Mm -hmm. It's still trying to grow roots. Now, something that people need to realize is when you get born again and you begin to read your word and to pray and to see God's face, it takes time. Yep. Amen. It takes time to grow those roots and the roots got to be there before the fruit can be there. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm going to dwell on this a little bit. I feel the ping. I feel the swoosh like you were saying. <laughs> um, you won't be so easily offended if you allow the word of God to take root in you. Yes. And you've got to get to a place where you've got to give it a little time. And not look for the rewards or the fruits of your repentance before you get the roots of your repentance down deep in Jesus Christ. It's all about maturity, Scott. Yes. I believe, I believe this sign of this offended heart 
to be say it's an immature heart. Yes. You know how a teenager is. You were a teenager once, if you can remember far back enough, Scott. <laughs> you were a teenager once, and you remember how everything <laughs> revolved around you, and every little thing that was done was a personal insult or a personal attack, or the universe was out to get you, and how easily offended you were as a teenager. Why? Because you were immature. Yeah. You thought you knew everything, but you real you didn't realize you didn't know anything. Yep. And it takes growing up, it takes maturity, it takes the school of hard knocks to learn that it doesn't happen overnight. And I believe the offended heart that Jesus is speaking about in this parable is the heart of a believer. And I'm gonna call them a believer because they were once believers. Now we're going to get into something that might hurt other people's feelings. Are you saying that you can be once a believer, you can be a believer once, Charles, and fall away? According to this parable, you can. (laughs) According to this parable, you can start out believing in Jesus, start out receiving the word, but because you get offended, because the bad time comes, because something bad happens to you, and let's just face the facts, bad things happen to good people and there is no good reason for it. But because something happened to you, you let the enemy convince you that God wasn't on your side and you gave up. And we're going back to that same word that we got at the beginning of the podcast. You gave up too soon. Uh-huh. And Scott, the offended heart gives up too soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, we obviously be, being... Thank you, being led by the Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You know, there's Amen. there's somebody that's going to listen to this podcast that is on the teetering edge of giving up. If you're thinking about it, you're on the teetering edge. Now, there's a difference between being tempted and thinking about it, pondering on it, wondering right. about it. And obviously, we're going to be talking to somebody who's who's been through the ringer, has been through the ropes of life, and and he's thinking about giving up. What's the use? What's the point? And that's why we're coming to this point of the parable and spending so much time here. Jesus, I, you know, Charles. I think it's it's. We've talked about this before off mic. I'm trying not to get off point, but we've we've talked about this off mic before about the lack of good foundational teaching yes. and a misunderstanding yes. of what Jesus did specifically on the cross. Because he did not come to repair the broken world. You know, you, you said sometimes bad things happen to good people, and there's no reason. I, I'll give you a reason. It's a broken world. It, it got Amen. broke with Adam and Eve. Bad things are going to happen to a broken world, and, and it's not the universe is out to get you or God's mad at you. It's not none of that stuff. It's just a broken world. And Jesus didn't come to fix the broken world. He came to fix the broken heart so that he could then make a perfect world. I'm a, I'm getting tore up. So he, he come to make a perfect heart so that he could then make a perfect world to match that perfect heart. But we're, we're going to be going through things, Charles. He promised us we'd have persecution troubles on every side. But he also said this, if they're talking about you rejoice, Jesus said, rejoice. If they're talking about you and saying all manner of evil for they did it to the prophets. I feel like I'm getting loud. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this back to you because I'm getting. Oh, dangerous. come on, Scott! You need you need to obey the spirit of God. I know that this is where we're supposed to land today. The airplane's been buzzing around the airfield for a while, but now <laughs> it's coming in for a landing. Uh, just like I said in the first few verses on this podcast about giving up. The offended heart wants to give up, and there are people listening to us right now, Scott, that they're offended. They're either offended by the world or they're offended by God. Yep. They're either mad at the world or they're mad at God or they're mad at both. And like you said, Scott, it's, it's, it is the failure of good teaching, good preaching, good understanding that lets people know just exactly. And I love what you said. And I think it, it stands to say it again is Jesus did not come to fix the broken world. 
He came to fix the broken heart. Ooh, hallelujah. And a lot of people that, that oh, and that's so powerful. Uh, I mean, you could preach that yeah. for a while, but people don't realize that just because they're born again, just because God enters their heart, doesn't mean that life is wonderfully grand and nothing ever happens bad again. Nothing goes wrong and everything's supposed to come out right. A lot of people have a misunderstanding about how the gospel works. And these are the offended people, Scott. And Mm -hmm. those are the people that want to give up. And I believe we have a lot of listeners that are listening to us right now that are the offended heart, the stony heart. Yes, they believe God. Yes, they receive the word with gladness. They might even be listening to you right now, Scott, or me, and agreeing with what we're saying. But too many bad things have happened to them. They've they've went through too many horrible things. Maybe they were molested when they were young. I was thinking uh, that. I was thinking that. I sure was. Maybe they were. Yep. Maybe they were abused when they were a child. And ooh, I feel the spirit yep, of the Lord yep, on yep, that. Yep. And and they've asked God, and they've asked God, and they've said. Why did you let that happen to me? If you love me so much, God, I don't understand why that had to happen. Scott, we need the Lord and his spirit to come and tell those people, I've come to fix your broken heart. Mm -hmm. If you would just allow my word to take root. If you don't give up on what I've got to offer. And I'm telling you right now, listener, you one that's been offended, you that's been hurt, you that's been rejected, you that's been abused and molested, if you don't give up and you allow the Lord to let his word root in your heart, you're going to see a beautiful thing come to life. You're going to see a beautiful creation come to life. The Bible says that he's come to give you beauty for your ashes. Yeah. And your ash, your life might be complete ashes right now. Your past might be a heap of ashes. And you're, you're used up, you're busted, you're broken and disgusted, and you don't understand, and you want to believe God, you want to believe his word, you want to receive what Scott's saying, what Charles is saying, but you're hurt, you're offended, and I'm telling you right now, open up your heart and let God come in, give it time, be patient, let the love of God caress your heart, put the broken pieces back together and give you the beauty for ashes. Scott, say what's on your heart. I know this is where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just got a, I got a scripture for that. You, you said beauty for ashes. I, I got a scripture for that person listening. He, he is. He is. I'm, I'm not talking about a phrase, a preacher, a, a teacher, a church. I'm talking about him, Jesus. He is the bomb of Gilead. That's one of his many names. You put bomb, B-A-L-M, you put bomb on wounds, Charles, as you know, to heal the wound, the cut. So, gosh, this is powerful. Whoever's listening to me, the cut, the wound that you've been carrying and nursing is not healing until you let the balm of Gilead come in, which is Jesus. He can heal that hurt, that pain, that, that terror, that, that thing that you went through that you just can't forget. Guess what? God can give you the power to heal and even, here's a shocker, forgive. Even forgive. Hallelujah. I, I've just got one scripture. I'm just going to read it right quick. This is for you, whoever I'm talking to. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. This 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 is a prophecy that Isaiah spoke. Amen. And it was, it was Jesus that it was meaning. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to, listen, bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives and release of darkness for the prisoners. Hallelujah. Read it in Isaiah 61 if you want. It's the very first verse. He, he's come not to fix the broken world, but to fix the wound in you. That's why he came. He wants to do it. I don't care how dirty it is, nasty, bad. He wants to bind up the wound in you and make you a creature that is healed. Charles, and and that's what he's reaching out 
to do. He's took over this parable talk that we're talking about to talk to someone yeah. about this. If they'll Absolutely. listen, if they'll receive it, there's your key. You got to receive Absolutely. it. Help me with this, Charles. Help me. Absolutely. Listener, you've heard the word of God today. Whoever you are, and you know who you are, God knew you would be listening to this podcast at this time. And he has purposely intervened on an outline and a plan that we had to focus on you. And you've been hurt. You've been offended. You've had a bad past. You, you, you've been molested. You've been abused. You've been used. You've been sold down the river. You've been taken and used like a plaything or a piece of trash and thrown to the side. And you want to believe you might even have tried to believe and you go so far, but then something happens that reminds you of what happened to you in the past and you want to give up. But God is here to heal you. He's here to save you. He's here to bind your broken heart. And if you will just give him the opportunity, if you won't give up, if you'll reach out to him with that cry of desperation and tell him, even if you're mad at him, Tell him you're mad at him. Yeah. You, can, you know, God is not God. No, he's talked to a lot of people that have been angry at him. He's not going to push you away because you're mad at him. You might, you might need to not only forgive the one who done you wrong in the past, but you might need to forgive God for what you think child neglect is. You think God has neglected you or God has d- just allowed things to happen to you that just ain't right. And you may need to forgive God, but I'm here to tell you, if you will forgive God and maybe even forgive that person, but maybe not worry about forgiving the person that did you wrong, because that's a whole nother ball of wax right there. But let's, let's start with forgiving God. Let's forgive God for allowing it to happen. Forgive God for not intervening. Forgive God for what you think he, it might be child neglect. And give him the opportunity to rescue you, to change your heart, to to break in with the with the anointing that breaks the yokes, the anointing that heals the heart, that balm of Gilead that Scott spoke about, that God wants to anoint your heart with. This is your opportunity. He's calling out to you right now, listener, to yeah. do that. And I want Scott to pray. I want Scott to pray for you that you won't give up just like the first part of this podcast that you won't forget you won't give up you won't allow the enemy to steal that seed that we are planting inside of you today you won't allow the birds of the air to come and pluck it away but you'll allow it to sink in and take root and then you'll nurture it you'll read your bible you'll pray you'll cry out to god you'll allow god to begin to heal your broken heart scott would you pray for that person right now there, there is no hurt. I'm going to say this plainly, and then I'm going to pray. There is no hurt. There is no pain. There, there is no trouble. There is no past that can stand in the presence of God with Amen. someone that walks into his presence every day. Someone, let, me, let me explain right quick. Someone who walks into his presence every day, how they are, just, to, just like you said, Charles, I'm, I'm angry at you, God. I don't understand. Come anyway. He's, he's saying, come anyway. Bring your anger. Talk to me about it. And th- to that one who will come into his presence every day in prayer, there is no pain that can stand. It, it will melt away under the balm of Gilead. There, there is no cut, no wound, no pass that can stand to someone who will go into his presence every day. What they will find is healing and hope and help, and strength, and, and a peaceful mind, not a troubled mind. That's what they will receive. Father, we, we thank you today for this podcast. We thank you for the rescue operation that is Amen. being carried away. Uh, right now on this podcast, someone who's listening, who is going to listen, as we're recording, we're in the future, but someone who will come upon this is needing this balm of Gilead. Jesus you paid the price so that we could freely receive, and we glorify you for that. We lift you up for that. You have paid the price for the balm of Gilead that was too high for us to pay, but you freely give it 
to those in need. I pray for that one listening right now. They're hurting. They're, they're suffering. They're holding this inside. They've done a good job at not showing it so that nobody around them, not even their friends, know how they cry at night, how, how, they, how they get angry at times. They, they keep it hid. They keep it inside. No one knows. But, oh, God, you know. That's why you've reached today. Just like Jesus, leaving the 99 and going after the one that's lost, you're going after the one that's hurting. I pray for them right now. I pray that they receive this word. I rebuke the enemy off of their mind, wherever they're at right now, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I, I pray that you just wrap your loving arms around them. There is no wound that can stand when you give somebody a Holy Ghost hug. There is no pain that can stand. And I pray that they be touched and they receive this word and take it in. Oh, listener, I hope you believe what's been said. We give you the praise, Jesus, for everything that's been done in Jesus' name. And amen. Amen, amen. Good prayer, good word. Oh, I knew that the Lord had a word for us today, Scott, and that word is recognized just reconciliation yeah it, it, it's it's restoration it, it, it's it's restoring what the devil has come and taken away from them and that bomb of gilead restores repairs and heals the heart and i thank god for speaking to us today listener i hope you've enjoyed it not only that but i hope more than you have enjoyed it that you believed it that you've applied it that you've taken it and that you're going to run with it and it's going to make so much difference in your life by applying that word to your heart right now and letting that balm of Gilead heal your heart. Let the roots dig deep. Take this word and run with it. Build your life on it because it's been good. It's been that. Like I said, the word, the seed is anointed and it will bear forth the fruit that God wants it to. It will bring forth a beautiful thing in your life. If you just allow it to do so, take this word and use it. And while you're doing it, share it. Be a part of this ministry. Help Scott, help myself. If you've been touched, if you've been blessed by this word, touch and bless someone else. I guarantee you, you know someone out there that needs to hear what you've just heard. Help us by sharing this word on your social media, on your Facebook pages. Oh, you know, any way that you can, by word of mouth, by sending links to your family and friends, share this word. Help us to get this out because we can't do it alone. And when you do so, you'll be sowing into the kingdom rewards for yourself against the day when Jesus shows up and says, because you were faithful, you have a great reward. And in the meantime, you can enjoy more of Scott and myself and the things that God has done in our lives through our Facebook page at Cry of the Watchman. We're on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us. We have blogs that are linked in the show notes of this podcast that you can follow and read about other words that prophetic word, prophetic words that God gave Scott and myself in the past that you can read. So you'll be prepared for what's coming in the future. Uh, I also want to put out a little note about Scott's podcast, The Key of David Supplemental. Scott does a podcast outside of this one. It's not as long, but it's so powerful, and it'll bless your heart. And he gives it to you so that you have something to listen to while you wait for one of these bigger podcasts to come out. Just look for it on any of the podcast platforms, Key of David Supplemental. Listen to it. It'll bless your heart, I promise you. In the meantime, pray for us, and we'll pray for you. Like I said before, if you would like for your name to be added to that list of names that we call out on each podcast and pray over, just contact us by our email address. The email address is simply key underscore David underscore ministries at yahoo.com. And it's also going to be linked in the show notes of this podcast so that you can use it immediately, reach out to us. Let us know you're out there. Let us know you're listening. Let us know that we're either blessing you or even if we've offended you, let us know. You bless us so much when we hear from those people out there that we're, that we're doing any good in the kingdom of God. 
I know God's going to give us rewards, God. I know there is a season coming where all this sowing is going to bring forth a harvest. I believe that. Yeah. God, I want to thank you for helping me with another podcast. It has been good to be in the presence of God. It has been good to hear you preach. It's always a thrill <laughs> to hear you get cranked up and try to hold yourself back. Um, one of these days, I want you to turn yourself completely loose on this podcast <laughs> and let them people know exactly what they're listening to. Uh, in the meantime, uh, thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. Thank you, listener, for listening to us. Um, it is the prayer of the key of David. It is the prayer of the Watchman of the Wall Ministries that each and every person listening repents for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.